0: Welcome to our Sark Lifestyle Show. Welcome to our Sark Lifestyle Show. Welcome, 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 welcome to Sark Lifestyle Show. I am your dream. I am
1: Mark. Alright, welcome everybody. So in the show we are going to be talking about how you can budget your money. That way you have saved money in your bank account and increase your freedom level so if you have no freedom whatsoever because you're like always stressed about hey i got a bill coming up at the end of the month how do i pay that and that increases your stress level so how do you do that how do you decrease your stress level and increase your freedom level so that way you don't have to worry about it you can go on a nice vacation whenever you want and things in that nature so let's start with this
0: how it is possible Mark?
1: how it is possible what's up now (laughs)
0: like how in the age of if we are talking about youngster how they can manage
1: well that is a good segue so what we're going to do is we're going to categorize this podcast into three different categories one of them is going to be youngsters Mm -hmm. which will be 18 to 25 and then Another one is going to be adult, which is going to be 25 to 40. And then we are calling the older generation or senior, whatever you want to call it, 40 and plus. So for youngsters, let's just say you are a youngster and you just got out of college. You got a job, which pays you $30,000. And I'm just going to use a currency of U.S. dollar because that's what we... very less. I know it's very less but as a youngster you don't have a lot of bills. For example, you don't have a car payment potentially. You don't have a house payment. You don't have any credit card debt. That's when you start off with. Yeah,
0: but I have credit card.
1: You may have credit card at the age of 18 and 25. Nobody's going to give you credit card. If they do give you credit card, it's going to be at a very high interest rate like 20% or 25% even more. And what the trick is with credit card companies is they normally target young people because they don't know any better. So what they tell them is like, hey, here's a plastic or credit card that you can use, but you don't have to pay us right away. You can wait at the end of the month. And because youngsters make the mistake of swiping that card more than once in less than two days, And that one swipe could cost them potentially $200. And then another one could cost them another $500. And another one could cost them another $300. At the end of the month, they will owe the credit card company $1,000. I know, really. really. $1,000. But in the back of their mind, youngsters are like, oh, I don't have to pay right away because I don't have to pay the whole $1,000. I could just give them minimum balance, which sometimes could be $20, $30, $40. So let's just say you pay $20 on the credit card, and then the rest is $980 left. So what the credit card company is going to do is they're going to charge you a finance charge on it, which will be 20% of that $1,000. And then imagine that, 20% on a $1,000, that's a lot of money. And then as a youngster, you don't know any better. So you think I'm just going to keep on making the minimum payment and then keep on doing that. And next month comes along with the $20 you pay, then the 20% or 20 plus percent, the charge you finance charge, is going to be nothing. So long story short. For youngsters, if you are going to use credit card, be responsible in the way that use it like it's your debit card, where you swipe the card and the money comes right out of your bank account. So that way you don't have to worry about the finance charges, even though 20% may not seem a lot to you at the moment. But if you start to develop this habit of like, oh, I'm gonna pay it later, I'm gonna pay it later, I'm gonna pay it later. As you get older, those bad habits that you're forming right now can and will hurt you in the long run. Because right now, you may just swipe the card for like thousand bucks. No problem right now, right? But later on in your life, if you continue on this pattern and keep developing this habit, that thousand dollar can easily turn into $20,000 dollars. I know some people, literally, I kid you not, that they use their credit card and their credit card debts are in hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. I am not even making this up. And can you imagine if you have a house payment that's like, let's say you have a house payment of $5,000 and on top of that house payment, you have a credit card bill that you get every single month, and that credit card that you have used based on your past history that you didn't change, now your credit card, the lump sum of debt on that is, let's say, $20,000. At $20,000, you have to pay a minimum of, let's say, $200. So that's $5,000 on your mortgage, $200 on your credit card bill, and then another bills. So as you can see, the every month, then when you check your mail, you are going to be pretty stressed out so that is not the way or healthy life to live because if you're stressed out you can't think if you can't think you can't enjoy your life if you can't enjoy your life what's the point right Hmm. true does
0: so how we save our money how we manage with that
1: well the the trick is which most people will not tell you this even the
0: adult young and the senior citizen i'm talking about all how they can manage their how they can manage their funds Their money, how they can save and so that they can, you know, save for the very future.
1: See, the trick is that, which most people don't tell you that, is that when you are talking about budgeting, Mm -hmm. you don't have to manage your money, meaning what's coming in into Mm -hmm. your bank account. Whatever money you're coming in, that's going to come in. That's going to stay constant. But what you can control is the amount of money that's going to go out. Of your bank account meaning let's say if you are a person who likes to eat out a lot you can manage that part or control that part meaning how often you eat out how often you go out with your friends how often you spend money on going on uh let's just say traveling traveling no Traveling, Salon. pa- salons, hair cutters, hair cutting, or other things in that nature that you can control. You can cut them down. Yeah. So the question you need to ask yourself is, you may not like this particular way of, of me asking it, but the hard question that you have to ask yourself is, what is if you're in this category where you feel like you're spending a lot of money on your, let's just call this amenities. mm mm-hmm or luxurious lifestyle yeah. you can call it where you can cut down on that if you don't know where you can cut down you could start off by listing let's pull out a sheet of paper and write down all the things that you spend money on for example how often you spend money on your salon
0: every single thing
1: every single thing like
0: then that's things are so much that like my bills my gas my tax.
1: Exactly. electricity
0: my grocery my parties my like if i want to give to if i want to give somebody a present so the list can be go on man
1: well that's i'm glad you brought that up because the longer the list that's where all that money is going out without you even realizing it so you need to know where your money is potentially going but what you can do is you compartmentalize your bucket. So you can have one bucket where you say, hey, for this bucket, I'm gonna put like all of my hair salon, for example. And you can create another bucket that says, hey, this is where all my house bill is gonna go. Right. So in your house bill could be your electric bill, which you need to have because you want to light in your house. Right. Duh. And then your gas bill and your cable bill. If you have cable, your Internet bill, those bills are going to remain no matter where you are in the world. Nowadays, everybody wants the Internet. Right. Mm-hmm. So those bills, they're going to stay. They will. You can minimize them, but you cannot cut them off. So that will always be this. So you have another category called be vacations. Mm-hmm. So in that category or bucket, you can say, hey, how often do I go on vacations? Can I cut those? That is completely in your control. You can control it by cutting on. If I go on a vacation, let's say five times yeah. the uh, five times out of the year. Mm -hmm. great you if you still want to go five times out of the year you can go but then again it's going to cost your money to go out the window not coming back in so that's how you can manage that that way and another thing is like even though if you do go out on a vacation let's just say if you're going on a cruise right or you're going on a weekend getaway what most people do is they want the nicest fanciest room that they possibly can afford Oh, that's true it is true but if you think about it if you go on a vacation Mm -hmm. how much time are you actually Mm -hmm. going to spend indoors tell Um. me take a wild guess how many hours does a person spend indoor maybe five hours five hours out of 24 hours so why in the world would you need a fancy room Think about think that for a second. You like it. Well, there you go. There's a difference between what you want and what you actually need.
0: Ah. So that you mean that is not my
1: need. That, that is not your need. That's your want. What you can do is rather than spending a lot of money on a fancy room, you can I get a. I can
0: minimize
1: that thing. You can minimize it literally, but rather than you spending, let's say, two thousand dollars on a room, mm-hmm. you can get a five hundred dollars on a room, mm-hmm. and then spend the extra mm-hmm. five hundred mm-hmm. on the other nicer thing, outdoor activities that you want. That way, you can still save thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So things small like that, you can start thinking like that. So basically, budgeting or thinking about money is a mental discipline. Hmm. So if you can discipline yourself hmm. to do think certain way, then you can definitely save money. Even if you're just making thirty thousand dollars, you could still save twenty thousand out of the year i know it's really hard to believe but you believe you me. you definitely can do that let's move on to the next area where we'll be talking about saving if you are in a let's just say adult categories now you're a little older a little wiser and you may potentially have a little more debt and then you may got have gotten married have kids stuff like that
0: or maybe you're going to be
1: we're retired soon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to talk about that later. But right now, oh. let's just talk about people who are just adult, like 25 oh, to oh, 40. Gotcha. So from there, what you can do is you can do the same thing like we talked about. Create a list. Where the money is going out and where the money is coming in. Or rather, how many checks are coming in your bank account. If you are just a, one of those people who just works 9-to-5 job, more than likely you're just going to have one income per person so if you are coupled you're gonna have two incomes coming in potentially and then if you want to go on a nice vacation then you need to figure out hey like the example that I get is a better to have a better or nicer or fancier room or is it better to have an average room because you're just gonna go there and sleep anyway right and then save the other money, go on outdoor activities, and then other part of it, you could just save. And then also, and this is the topic that I am extremely passionate about it, and it doesn't make any sense to me, but people are still doing this, which doesn't make it any sense, which is the, if you are an adult, 25 to 40 category, where the company's like, hey, you can come join our 401k, plan and we will match you from dollar to dollar which is great perfect it's a nice sales pitch that's all it is the way i look at it is the government way legally robbing you of your money i know it's a very bold statement but literally it's a government's way of legally robbing you of your money because what happens if with 401k is you start with a company let's say company a and they say, hey, we are going to contribute whatever you put in and then we'll match it. So let's say you put in 3% every month or every week, however, however often you get paid. You take that 3% of your total money. So let's just say out of $100, $3 goes in to your 401k. Mm. And then company puts a $3 on 401k for your plan, for your retirement. So some company match from dollar to dollar or whatever the case might be so whatever you put in the company's gonna put in but the trick is that let's say if you have some hardship you need that money from your 401k it is extremely hard for you to get that money even though it is your money the government's like we can't give it to you until you retire so what happens god forbid if you have been doing this for five years and let's say you have I don't know. I'm just going to throw our number out here $60,000 in your 401k. Mm-hmm. God forbid, you died. What do you think happens to that money? Take a wild guess. Think about it for a second. Exactly. I mean, I don't want to put give you any answer, but you can possibly think if the government has the money and you died, you don't have next of kin. What do you think is going to happen to that money?
0: No idea, man.
1: I'm going to leave it at that. Because I don't want to get in trouble by saying some things, blah, blah, blah. But I have a strong opinion, which is my opinion, that 401k is the government's legal way of robbing you of your money. So alternative way is, well, let me, before I go to that, another way is, let's just say you turn to 65 and you have $100,000 in your 401k. 50% of that is going to be gone because government is going to tax you. So you tell me the 3% that you put on for the, let's say, 15, 20, 20, 30 years, whatever that you worked on, and you accumulated $100,000, 50% is gone. So whatever your company matched to it is pretty much gone. So whatever you put in there, it's your money that you want to get back. So why not? create a habit or you can even open up another bank account if you like that you don't touch and you put that three percent right into your bank account and then keep on doing that for let's say 10 years so 3 percent for 10 years and then the better option is that you have the possibility, or not even possibility, you definitely have the option of touching that money for whatever you need. Whenever you need it, there is no possible way anyone can stop you because it's your money. So this particular option does give you flexibility to gain the freedom. So let's just say you've been putting this money for 10 years and all of a sudden you need that money for opening up another business. Hmm. You could literally go to the bank. Take that money out, open a business, no one's ever going to stop you.
0: Exactly, because that's my money.
1: Exactly. So shouldn't that be the case? Mm -hmm. Shouldn't you have the option to do whatever you want with your money? Yeah. So why would you not want to have that option? And instead, you are giving your money away to the government saying, Hey, I'm not going to touch you until until I turn 65.
0: So I have to be promised by myself. Like, okay, fine. Like, I have to be...
1: Think about it, right? Yeah. So if...
0: Makes sense, man. uh,
1: If you start... Basically, uh, if you want to... I have to be
0: loyal by my own. Like, okay, I don't have to touch this money no matter what. Yep. And that's why... This is the key only. Yeah,
1: that is the key. And that's why I suggest opening up another bank account where, just like your 401k, the reason why you can't touch that money because you don't see that money. This is out of sight out of mind you don't think about it it doesn't exist and that is why i suggested that you should open up another bank account that way is out of sight out of mind so anything you would like to ask up now
0: i was thinking mark why don't we do one thing not me everybody like even you or maybe you are doing that right so guys why don't you do one thing let's go for a challenge for a week two week one month
1: Let's just do one week for now. Let's see
0: how that goes. Just be loyal to yourself, not to anybody. Yes, I'm talking about to loyal be yourself. You can minimize your things whatsoever, the bills and the other budgets you have or I have. I can control on it and half of the money I can donate it. I like in back of my mind, I think in that way, I can donate that particular amount, a dollar, $10, $20, $30 up to me. Right? So we can start like this.
1: So does it make sense, Mark? It, it does make sense. Let me clarify a couple of things. What you can do is let's say if you make a $100 a week, just for giggles, right? Hmm. And then out of the $100, just save 10% of that $100.
0: Yeah, but it's depends person to person how like
1: No, I'm just I'm just Maybe
0: I'm not able to save 100. I can save 20 or 40.
1: No, what I'm saying is let's just say if you, yeah. right? You make $100 yeah. a week. Yeah. Just for now. Oh. So out of the hundred dollars, you're gonna save ten percent, which is ten dollars. Yeah. So you cr- literally get an envelope. You put that ten dollars in that envelope, and oh. I
0: we can do 80, 20, 80,
1: 20. Or you could do 80, 20 rule. You could do 90, 10 rule 50, or 20, 50, 10. 20 rules yeah. or whatever be, the rules, anything. whatever amount you want. But I think it's better if you start off small because if you start off, if you have a really bad habit of not saving money and you try to go to 80, 20 or 50, 20.
0: <laughs> Trust me guys, this one is the best example and best thing. Let's give a challenge to ourselves.
1: Right, so let's just, let's just do a challenge Challenge yourself to have a mental discipline to say, hey, every week that I get a money from anywhere, paycheck or somebody gave you extra money or whatever the case may be, combine it together and say, hey, out of the whole amount that I have, I'm just going to use that as a $100 as a standard or simple example. Out of the $100, I'm going to save 10%, hmm. which is going to be $10. I'm going to take that $10, put it in the envelope, simple as that and I'm going to put it away, and I'm going to do this for a month, every single month. What that will do is, it's going to create a mental discipline to say, hey, I, I can't do this. This is not that hard. Yeah. And once you start to see, you can do it. And then one day, all of a sudden, let's just say you did this for two months. All of a sudden, you're just cleaning your house or going around your business, whatever, and then you see this envelope full of money. Imagine that for one split second, how well or how good... You will feel when, like, oh shit, I got money!
0: Like, wow, like, I feel so excited about that.
1: Like, what? I got money! Like, I, I can actually do something with this, right?
0: Money, so much
1: money! Exactly, I like got hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, like, you just need to discipline yourself to save that mm. money or save anything. Or basically, what are you gonna do? Is you're gonna create a rule. That says you can actually physically do this if you would, and that's gonna—I promise you—it's gonna extremely revolutionize the way you think about money. How easy it is to save money, get an envelope, mm-hmm. save
0: straight away. I have the envelope.
1: Yeah, there you go. If you don't want to start with ten percent, start with three percent, any percent, one percent right. doesn't I really matter. I on
0: the envelope. Let's say ten. I can save ten percent.
1: Okay, ten percent. Yeah. So what you can do is ten percent on the envelope write mm. down and then you write down the date and the amount that you put in
0: all right i mentioned today's date
1: today's date and the amount you put in and right. then come next week i put s- 100 in it right come next week you do the same thing and sure. then next week you do the same thing you do that for a month and see how easy that will become that will be how you save money the money that you already have, and that way you can save it for later on. Another way, another way, like I already said, it's saving money is managing your debt, how you can control your debt. Let's say you have a credit card debt of $5,000, let's just say, right? So rather than you paying just a bare minimum, hmm. you want to pay that off first. So rather than paying $20, try to pay $100 or $200 or whatever you possibly can.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So... By following the envelope systems, at the end of, let's say, one month, you can say, hey, I'm going to take this money and give it to credit card people. I'm done. Wow.
0: Wow. Oh, my God. That's really amazing.
1: I know. It's just sus- so, you're just basically creating systems, saying, hey, this system is going to go this. So, then what that will wow. do is it's going to have money work for you instead of you working for the money, meaning... You create this envelope system. Say, hey, this envelope is for my credit card bills. I'm going to put it in there. Done. I don't think about it. right? Oh. This envelope is vacation. Hmm. That's a great example. Envelope system is what I call it. You put a little bit of money every single month or however often you choose to do. I would do it weekly. Just say $20 every month. I mean $20 every week. You're going to put in this envelope and blah, blah, blah. Put it in, put it in, put it in, put it in. And six months later, if you want to go on vacation, you go to that particular envelope You're not, you're not, uh, what are you trying to say? Think about it. Come back to me if you want. (laughs) No, what are you trying to say?
0: I just want to say like, you don't want to touch your pocket, your credit card, debit card, and you can travel from the savings, travel from the savings.
1: Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say as well is the fact that. If you create this envelope system, you stick on money in there and when you're ready to go on a vacation, let's say six months from the point when you started, you literally can go to the envelope, take out the money and go on any way you want because you've already been saving it. You never have to use your credit card for this.
0: Wow. I am imagining it. I'm imagining it. Wow. Like I don't have to touch my bank accounts. I have money at my home. Whoa. I don't have to even... Think about it for a second.
1: Exactly. So if you start thinking that way, envelope system, hey, this envelope is for money, I mean for my vacation. So you go in there, you get the envelope, you pay for the vacation, you have a nice time, you come back, you start the process again. And then that's how you also minimize your uh, credit card debt and then also you save for your retirement as well, for your retirement, not 401k, crap. Actually, the money that you can touch, feel, and do whatever you want with it. So having said that if you have any suggestion that you think is a better make sure you leave us a, a comment or send us a a cop email? email us as well we'll leave the link in our description or in show notes where you can send us a, a, a email so let us know what you guys think of this particular podcast and what we can do to better serve you to help you out more so Without any further ado, I think this will wrap it up.
0: Hey guys, if you love the show, in iTunes, please do subscribe and comment. Bye-bye.